When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Warning, this podcast contains explicit language and content some listeners may find objectionable. This is a work of fiction. Any similarities to persons living or deceased, organisations, places or events is purely coincidental. This podcast is protected under copyright. Listener discretion is advised. This is The Offensive. Coming to you live in three, Nick. Yes, I'm outside the Ashwood Council buildings now and the home of the City of Ashwood Parliamentary Office. And as you can see behind me, a growing passionate rejection of the council's position on the IBET stand collapse. I've spoken to a number of people here today and they all want the red tape cut. That, of course, meaning they want their council to re-evaluate the cultural landmark status of the club to the city. The theory being that in order to modernise, it must become unprotected. It's a complicated issue, but it seems the fans have really backed the club and not the city in this instance. Ashwood City Football Club were one of the founding members of the Football League in 1888. Today, they compete in England's top flight and remain one of only a handful of clubs to have never been relegated from the Premier League. Following the departure of the American consortium ASG and with a new operational model under an outright owner, Ashwood City enter the fifth and final season of The Offensive. Sorry to leave you a message. I'm guessing you're going to be up early at the training ground for um, the uh, situation. In terms of what you requested, I've forwarded the relevant document to you. Maybe that will make Dan feel better. I don't know. But the world thing is basically, anybody at the club who doesn't act on the findings of our firm under the CVA could be found liable for a whole number of things. 
can get very ugly, so I don't know. It may be worth reminding him of that. I can always speak to him if needs be. All right, uh, good luck. Um, I'm going to try and make it to the Leeds game if you want to chat about things. Hello there, Queen of the Damned. Well, I'm here. I'm putting fucking cones out. I've got a bag of fucking footballs like some pervert PE teacher. It's 5.30am, so I'll see you any minute, I guess. Yeah, but basically, I realise you're CEO and this is a bit of a comms thing, but could we maybe keep the press away from training today? It's not a pride thing. I don't mind being seen on the training ground, it's just... Well, it looks fucking bad, doesn't it? <sighs> really fucking bad. Right, he's here. I'll let you know how it goes down. Uh, Watson? Woodall, what's going on? I just thought I'd squirt some WD-40 into the old kneecaps, see if I still have it. It's 5am. It's 5.30am, actually. So the urban myth that you turn up at 5am every morning has been busted, hasn't it? You okay? You're a bit... twitchy. Ah, well, you know me. Got an IV line of black coffee in one arm and some liquidated Easter eggs going in the other. Yeah, quite the breakfast. Aye, yep, yep. So, Leeds. Leeds United, right? The cunts. Yep. Good time to play them, I think. Oh, apps are fucking lootly wootly, pal, eh? A clash of two sides. One team that plays in white and suffered from a historical financial collapse following an era of overambitious exposure to predatory lenders and a reckless egotistical owner versus Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, um, it's funny actually, I was one of the ones that got the chop, wasn't I? No, we're not firing you, pal. Jesus, that's not it at all. No, I mean Leeds. Eh? I was, um... Oh, Christ, of course. You were at Leeds under the Mad King Ridsdale. Fuck me, I forgot all about that. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. They let me and Rhea go around the same sort of time. It caused a huge uproar, obviously. Hey, I mean, yeah. Rio did. No, not you, surely. Come off, eh? Daniel Hyacinth Watson. Come on, pal. You were not the same stature as Rio Ferdinand. We were centre-backs in the same team, Woody. Hey, so were fucking Jonathan Woodgate and Walter Samuel. He was another one, weren't he? Woodgate. Yeah, he went a bit later to Newcastle. Uh, it wasn't the same level of drama as when Rio and I jumped ship, though. He jumped. You want the plank. We both went to rival clubs on the eve of the season, mate. It was it was serious stuff, honestly. He went to United, pal. You went to fucking Norwich. I'm just saying, all right, it was the, the early tremors before the earthquake. Have you put the cones out? Hey, I have, hey. Why? So there's been a wee bit of the old reshuffling. I'm not starting you against Leeds, Woody. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah. Um, so, uh, listen, and these are the words of the accounting team, the administrators, not me. Their assessment to um, immediately sort of, uh, you know, stem the flow of blood that's currently squirting all over the fucking place. It's, um, uh, well, drastic actions needed, you know. Amputations of sorts, 
Not players. Not players, no. Jesus, that's complicated. We're asking some of the fringe lads to negotiate early contract terminations. I went through the who's who of who the fuck is that with Tom, the administrator, and just made sure that no one of any importance was chucked, you know. Woody, what's going on? Well, hopefully this helps explain things. You've stolen a coaching jacket and put your initials on it? They're for coaching staff, Woody. You're looking at him. Surprise. What? So, Tom's exact words are that, um... Let me find what he's saying here, hang on. Uh, Any findings in the CVA that aren't acted upon... Where's the coaching staff, Woody? Hmm? Where's Pete and Ashley? Where's Kev? Where's Jesus Christ? Uh, Jesus Christ passed away the other Friday, pal. Roman's got him. We kept his JC embroidered jacket. This is not funny, Woody! I know, pal, I know. Hi, Dan. Willie. Oh, hi, mate. How you going? Sorry, I, I thought Jess it's told fine. you... It's okay. I'm, I'm volunteering <laughs> until the end of May, you know? Just Thanks, Willie. Thanks, pal. You can maybe work something out in the near future. No, no, no. Look, I've got more money than I'll ever need, all right? Willie, hey, I, I've got nothing to spend it on, mate, all right? So, enough, please. Thanks, Willie. No worries, mate. Let me take those, Willie. I'll go sort the pitch. Cheers, pal. Well, that's three of us. Three's a crowd, eh? <laughs> and Reuben? Gone. Fired last week. Fuck. What the fuck do you need him for, anyway? He's a number cruncher. He knows the game, Woody. Hey, So do I. But you can't coach. I fucking can coach. I, ca- I can coach. You're not qualified. You don't just get to walk onto my training pitch and boss my players around because you're on the board of directors. Damn, pal, listen. No, no, you listen. If you think you're part of my backroom staff, you are wrong. I'm saying I've been hired in the circus... And I'm saying you've been fired. All right? I don't want your help. Dan, for... Oh, shit. Jack Harrison stands over it. 55 minutes play. The score remains at nil-nil in this six-pointer clash... Lots of bodies in the box for this one, Peter. It's a funny angle as well. The ball is asking to be whipped in, but is that too obvious? Will Jack look to maybe just bend it round the wall? Hope there's enough on it to sneak beyond the air. Who knows? It's been a difficult afternoon for the visitors. They've seen much action outside their own half. And that's just on the pitch, Peter. You've got that depleted workforce in the dugout. We spoke to Dan before the game and he really looked crestfallen. He certainly made some interesting comments about it being an administration, Billy. Yeah, of course. Listen, he's a, he's a bright guy. He knows what needs to be done in these situations. But it's tough for him. It's really, really tough. It's, the, it's one of the toughest circumstances, set of circumstances that I've seen, that I can re- recall. It's really tough. It's really sad. Him and I played here, you forget. A couple of happy seasons, the two of us here together. And one not-so-happy season. That's right, Peter, yeah. Well... Will this season be a happy one for Leeds United as Jack Harrison takes the free kick onto the head of Patrick Bamford? A seismic goal in the Premier League relegation battle. Just where he wanted it, Peter. 
watch as the ball comes in, he peels off his man, Adeyemi should get tighter, he twists towards the back post, Rivier thinks he's going to nod it back across the box, but Patrick picks this spot and heads it in at the near post, huge goal, massive! And boy does this place know it, Dan Watson there, having a word with the fourth official, Probably about the nature of the free-kick decision, but it won't help him much. Yet yeah, this uphill battle just became a lot steeper, like some mountainside. If Ashwood City come away with something today, they'll be happy after the way this game has gone, let me tell you. Just as Ashwood City were emerging from the deep, that string of results has now been met with that defeat to Arsenal, and now this here at Ellen Road. Yeah, you do worry that maybe it was the high watermark for this team. Now that sinking feeling is returning. It takes a lot of guts to get in there and make tough decisions. But look, as we've said, I mean, look at his coaching staff situation. Dan Watson doesn't have the means to, 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 to make tough decisions anymore. He's in a relegation battle and he's in administration and something's got to give. Javi Gracia there, 10 years senior to his counterpart, Dan Watson. They do share a moment of cross-pollination, of course, not in this league, but La Liga. Dan Watson's tenure at Valencia came to an end, and the man they brought in was Senor Javi Gracia. And what a job he did, Peter. Absolutely, Billy. Always difficult, that. Always a difficult pill to swallow. You look at Huddersfield under, under Warnock, you look at Borough under Carragher, and we've seen it in this league with, with Roy at Crystal Palace. A new manager coming in and just completely lifting everything. It's tough to watch if you've, if you've just had that top job there, and Dan would, would have watched that happen at Valencia. It would have been tough. Well, that bounce hasn't quite happened here at Leeds United, but this will certainly help. These are games that both sides need to win, Peter. It's as simple as that. These are the ones that matter. What Palace did here last week could have knocked these lot to the point of losing all confidence. But they know the job that needs doing, and that is beating teams around you. Strikers played a searching ball up to Jack Harrison, who's controlled it brilliantly. And Ashwood City are a little understaffed here as Mark Rocker steams through the middle. Gets the ball from Harrison. Here's Rocker, who lays it off to Luis Sinistera! <laughs> Top corner. Top draw. But they've got in their, their final games in May, uh, I'm looking at them here, are Tottenham at home, which isn't straightforward, I grant you that. But then Everton away, West Ham home. That's You'd have to, to feel that those final two uh, leave the league status in Ashwood City's own hands, wouldn't you agree? It's about momentum, though, isn't it? The momentum stops against Arsenal, right? And, and you've got a gift to, to play Leeds after their game against Palace where they got absolutely absolutely pumped and Ashwood didn't take that chance they didn't they didn't accept that gift and, and that game um, would have sorted you know would have, would have settled a lot of um, 
problems that, that are currently, you know, spiralling out, out of control. And now the tough run starts. You know, you've got Fulham away tonight. Then it's City. Then it's United. Then it's Villa. It's Wolves. Do you know what I mean? I mean, no, no, this would it I get have what you done. mean. I get, no, go on. Sorry, I, I get what you mean, of course, but Ashwood's ability to turn up irrespective of, of, of form can't be discounted. You know, we've seen we've seen this club pull off, you know, much, much more complicated situations than um, a, a, a clash at Craven Cottage. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. You don't sound confident. I'm not. To be honest, I'm not. We'll see tonight, eh? We certainly will. That game tonight, of course, a Tuesday night Premier League clash. Fulham versus Ashwood City. Then they're in action next midweek in the Champions League against Bayern Munich, where the Super White... God, Craven Cottage is fucking pokey, isn't it? Like an actual cottage. I swear I saw an oak beam holding up the player's entrance and a wee spaniel running about. How is it there? At the cottage. Eh, usual. Cold and quiet. Just like my nan's flat when we found her. Can you go and do what was asked, please? What was asked? Yeah, what was asked. I'm not a fucking intern, Jessica. <sighs> well, I'll fucking tell him then. Tell him what? Not only have we fired your coaches, Dan, but now we can't honour the contract we begged you to sign at Christmas. Woody, it's simple. If, and that's a fucking enormous if, if Dan keeps us up, we can't guarantee his two million quid bonus. Hey, that's called not honouring his contract. Then he can join the long list of people suing us. Just fucking listen to me, all right? If we push this man any further, we cut our only fucking lifeline. Dan Watson is the fucking umbilical cord to this fucking league. Yeah, and I'm saying when we come out the vag, we cut the thing. That's not the fucking deal. We can't honour it, Woody. We can't just magic up two million quid. We're not some sandy city state that pisses oil. I'm not fucking dealing with this right now, all right? We have to. Legally, he has to have a grace period to accept. Bye, Jess. Enjoy the game from your fucking couch. <sighs> Dan, it's me. Can I have a quick chat? Hello? You at the game? Woody, um, he says you're in London. Yeah, no, I'm a bit further east. Just meeting a friend. Oh, yeah. Did they go to the other school? How's things there? The players feeling, you know, good? How the fuck would I know? I'm at home. Dan, turn up at least. Yeah. That's a start. He's not that pissed off. Yet. I mean, he's pissed off, but he's not going to do a Steve Bleasdale. I don't know what that means. Oh, I know you don't, mate. You're going to go to the fucking game or what? Woody might need some help with the situation around Dan's bonus. Nah. Patrick, you've gone from elusive to downright fucking dismissive. And I've had enough of it, to be Look, honest, mate. I give the club what the club gives me, all right? It's taken all my money, my reputation, the peak of my career, and now I should come and be the face of a collapse. No thanks. It's not just about the fans and the media, though, is it? It's about the fucking... It's about Woody and me. And even Colin and Dan, for fuck's sake. Fucking Jesus, come on. Jess, I've got to go. Oh, right, because your friend's there, of course. Jess. (sighs) Wrong end of London, son. 
Fulham's that way. <laughs> right. Well, maybe I'll have to jump in, swim upstream. I could get there by half time. You don't need to jump. I've got quite the fucking urge to push you. Yeah. I bet you do. Oh, so this is it. The end of all things. So it would seem. I'm waiting for the word, unless. Well, you're not going to get it. Not one for trusting old Mackie boy, eh? <laughs> well, I didn't trust you before you turned the banks and the footballing community and HMRC against me, so I certainly fucking don't know. So why the meeting? Hmm? Come on. Wanted to see my pretty little face. Or is it my cute bum? To say goodbye. Oh, alright. Well, ta then, you cunt. Thanks for your help. The last few years. It's been quite the ride. Yeah, we outfought and outmuscled a couple of Goliaths, didn't we? Eh? We beat the Americans, we beat the Russians. We're like the fucking Taliban, pal. <laughs> the Mujahideen. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, it's like Everest. The accidents happen on the way down from the summit. And here we are. Here we are. Staring over a bottomless rock face. Losing fingers and bollocks to frostbite, all the while a blizzard is on the horizon ready to bury us. Well, this has been fucking cheerful, isn't it? We were tied to one another on the way up, Mac. It's time to try and make our own way down. I can't help feel like I'm getting implicated in something bad. Would that be correct? That would be correct, yeah. Put me out my misery, will ya? You fucking picture-painting philosophical prick. There's a way out. But nothing will be the same. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that film, Touching the Void? Do you remember that? A couple of mountain climbers. Anyway, one breaks his leg. The other has to cut him loose to survive, and he does so. You know, he makes his way back down the mountain, back to base camp easily enough. The guy that breaks his leg, however, now completely alone, without, you know, left to die, has to act. And the only way he can survive is to lower himself into, uh, uh, you know, an enormous crevasse, an uh, infinitely dark black chasm, punctured in the mountainside. No sign of the bottom. Terrifying. But he does it. You know, he, he bets his entire life on the darkness. And do you know what, Mac? After climbing through black ice, thick, suffocating snowdrifts, a labyrinth of razor-sharp rocks, he gets there. He makes it. And that's you, is it? That's fucking you. We'll see. You can't pull this off with a club in the championship bed. I don't plan to be in the championship. What the fuck is that? That is a court summons. See you at the end of May.
What do you want? I've got um, I've got an offer to make you. You're not coaching, Woody. No, no, no. I mean, well, look, I'm always here if you need me. But what happens, Ruben? Woody, what happened to him? Same thing as what's happening to most people, pal. The numbers didn't add up. Yeah, well, the numbers might not have added up, but he was working on something. Okay, we called it the encore. <laughs> the encore, right? You're gonna fucking sing and dance and get your tits out. When I first came in, there was a feeling amongst the staff that if we got playing the right way, which we have, it would come down to the final two games. Everton away, West Ham at home. Yeah, so I decided that those two games needed as much focus as all the other ones, right? <gasps> but Daniel, you told the honourable members of the press that you were taking each game as it comes. I'm shocked. I'm truly shocked. I feel betrayed. Look, I'm just saying, he put the game plan together for those final two games, okay? Oh, so it's done. And who gives a fuck? Because I... Look, I wanted security, okay? Do you blame me? That I wanted somebody just focused on those two games before everything in this club just disappeared before my very eyes. I wanted to know that those two games were planned and taken care of. And now I've got no staff, basically. I get it, pal. I, it's smart. I get it. But if he's done the homework, bar a couple of potential injuries, you've got a decent game plan there, all right? Just take it and accept this shitty season for what it is. It's easy for you to say. No, it's not, actually, which brings me to my offer. Look, if you keep us up, I want to give you two million quid. I already get two million quid if we stay up. Check the contract. Aye, but it's coming from me. What the fuck are you talking about? The club can you afford your bonus, Dan. <sighs> but you will get it, alright? You understand me? I know you can do it. I mean, well, you are fucking doing it. You know, the miracle's underway, isn't it? What is being turned into wine, right? We just need to stick a fucking cork in the top. I'm a big fucking believer, pal, all right? And I'm putting my money where my big fucking sexy mouth is. So there, that's my offer to you, all right? That's, yeah, that's what I came to say. Good fucking luck tonight, all right? Welly. Yes, Giffa? Can you man the drills for the starting 11, please, mate? Thank you. But I, I was, uh, I'm supposed to do the warm-ups for the subs, mate. No. Woody's going to do that. Right. Okay, uh, cool. See you out there, Woody. Hey, I'll see you out there, pal. Well, there once again for the viewers at home who can't quite believe it. I don't think our match director can either. As we've seen him plenty of times so far. There is Chris Woodall, track suited and football booted. He in the Craven Cottage dugout offering sage advice to his gaffer, Dan Watson. Oh, very sage, I'm sure, Peter. I'm sure he's whispering sweet nothings. <laughs> no, no, he's a good lad, is Chris. I came up against him a couple of times in the Scottish lower leagues, you forget. And he's a feisty character that's always known and loved to the game. And hopefully that knowledge, that understanding can have some effect for Dan. Here's Tim Ream fizzed into the feet of Harrison Reed, who flicks it on ingeniously on this wing to Bobby Decordover Reed, who wants to sprint at Nakatomi and cuts inside and pokes the ball through to Carlos Vinicius, who's onside and who can take it past Riviere and does and puts Fulham ahead. Cool! 
the pressure, Peter. It's not the most comfortable feeling, let me tell you. When you're one-on-one, -on -one, especially with someone of Riviere's stature, but he looks up, he gives him the eyes, and he slots it home. Great pass from Bobby, but... Now a shift in Ashwood City's build-up play. It's quicker, it's hungrier. Way more options for Jonesy here, just hit one of them. And he opts to hit Ivan Lloyd, who's going to test Leno, who tips it over. Better, much better. Look at the way they moved up the pitch, Pete, and it was scintillating. Oh, and it's a pinpoint ball from Marcelo over to Nakatomi on this left-hand side. Nakatomi inside to Jones, to Andrew Woodward, to Lloyd, back to Woodward. Oh, and it's just wide. It is just a whisker wide. Is this the same team we saw in the first 20 minutes? Chicken tackle like you've never seen. So ancient against so. Jones to Woodward. Fulham closing ranks around the onslaught of Ashwood City players. 10 minutes left. Still 1-0 to the hosts. Here's Schianti for Ashwood City. Not many options but to shoot. And he does shoot and it's off the post. Wow. Leno's goal frame is still wobbling after that one. What a strike. Corner comes in from Gustavo onto the grateful head of Lloyd and into the grateful arms of Bern Leno. And that could be it, Peter. They threw just about everything at it, Billy. And they'll be happy with the performance, Peter. It's just that scoreline is agonising in their situation. Dan, Chris, well, Chris Woodall, they've put a decent side out there. They've given Leno and that full and back four a real run for their money. But it's just not enough. But Paul Jones has just caught wind of this ball heading out of play. And he's kept it in. The energy of this young man. And there's no time left but to pump it forward. In it comes, searching into the box. Leno punches it. And Addy Emmy believes it! for listening to The Offensive. The club shop is open and sells everything from home, away and third kits, as well as mugs, caps, beanies and much more. Don't forget, you can gain access to exclusive domestic cup episodes, behind-the-scenes content and additional material from The Offensive podcast by subscribing to the Ashwood City Patreon. Offensive is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.